0: Whether they be singers, actors, imagineers, animators, they have all made their mark on the Disney name. Be sure to check out the show notes, other episodes, contests, our social media pages from Facebook to Twitter, and more on our official website at www.thetierratalkshow.com. All guest opinions are theirs and theirs alone and do not represent the opinions of the Tierra Talk Show or the host. The Tierra Talk show is not associated with the Disney company. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode and from all of us here at the Tierra Talk show have a hoop de do day. I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra Talk show guests. Leslie Ann Warren and John Davidson to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hi.
1: Thank you very much. Nice to be here.
0: It really is a pleasure. And and we're going to be celebrating the 50th anniversary of The Happiest Millionaire, which is one of my wow. favorite live-action Disney films. And this project was, was very, very big for the studios at the time. What was the audi- audition process like for both of you on this project?
2: You know, I was doing... Um, I believe I was doing 110 in the shade, a shade broad, a Broadway musical at the time. And I got called for this to come out and screen test. And in those days they did a full-on screen test. Um, costumes, makeup, I rehearsed some of the musical numbers, learned the songs, learned the choreography. And we you know the costumes were period costumes, and we did a full-on you know screen test. And I think I was out in California rehearsing for that um, couple of weeks, and then, and then I believe I got it. <laughs> I think after the screen test, they must have no I went back to New York, and they notified my 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 agent, rep, manager, and and you know I got it. Came out and did the movie. That's it. What about you? Well, in, in
1: my case, I. I did a, a screen test as well. I, by the way, I saw Leslie in, in, uh, in 110 in the Stage. She did a number called The Little Red Hat. Right. That, <laughs> that just stopped the show. I think it was with Scooter T playing yeah. the other guy, right? Yes,
2: yes, yeah. it was.
1: And, oh, my goodness, she just lit up the stage. And But I, at that point, I thought, wow, she is something. Wouldn't it be great to someday work with her? And I had no idea that we would get to it. So this my screen test was with Shelly Fabre, wow. Nanette, uh, Nanette Fabre. Sorry, yeah. And obviously she didn't get it, but I did, and I didn't know that Leslie, Leslie Ann was the uh, was the uh, female or was the ingenue. So uh, yeah, I guess we both tested for it, and for both of us mm-hmm. it was our first film, right, Leslie? Yeah.
2: That was my first film, absolutely. Yes, it was introducing... And we, I mean, just... When I think back that that was our first film and we got to act with Geraldine Page and Greer Garson and Fred McMurray and
0: Gladys Cooper, I mean,
2: it's insane.
0: I cannot imagine what it was like off camera having all those people in the same room because that's the best... Those are the best parts of the movie when it's just all of you working off of one another in those scenes. It's just fun and and a, just a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> For me,
2: working with those legendary people on my first film was incredibly overwhelming and so inspirational.
1: Yeah, I, I remember watching Tommy Steele sort of steal the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. And oh, then
1: absolutely. other scenes and stuff, and he was so magnetic. He's just he's a showman from the minute he gets to the studio.
0: And, and to get the uh, the elephant, or as they say, alligator, out of the room, just rewatching the film. You know, Leslie, you're you're handling the alligators as as well as as well as Fred is and Tommy, and uh, I don't know if you got to hold them in the film, John, but there are a lot of alligators. There's a big one and little baby ones. So what was that experience working with alligators? Because I don't think a lot of actors can say that they got to work with alligators at some point. Well, I
2: know the little ones that were thrown around kind of the little tiny ones um, that were tossed, you know, from one person to the other. Sometimes were, their mouths were tied. So there was no fear of whatever, but George, the big, huge one that, you know, that, Now that I think about it, I mean, I should have been much more afraid, but, you know, there was a trainer on the set, you know, and clearly they obviously knew what they were doing because nobody got hurt, Um, but it was, you know, it it was scary.
0: And speaking of Tommy, you know, trying to also work with the alligators, John, you got to work on a, a big bar dance number scene, and those we don't really see in a lot of films anymore, so...
1: Well, because there were stuntmen all around, and I, I got to see the stuntmen do their work. It was a lot of people knocking people out in the bar scene and stuff like that, and I, I think the impressive way that Disney does these, or at least uh, this being the second, that we we were right after Mary Poppins, and... Disney is so organized, and um, it was all so well prepared, and, and with the storyboards, and there were really the the uh, w- there was never anything improvised, and and everything was so planned out that uh, it was a very secure feeling working at Disney. And then on the second mm-hmm. picture that Leslie and I did there, the one and only genuine original family band, the same thing. It they they're very uh, formula films, and I I, I think. They expected *Happy Smiley* to do as well as *Mary Poppins*, and I don't think it did. It didn't have the fantasy, but it was certainly produced to the hills. And and uh, mm. it was—I
2: loved working there.
1: I I loved. It. Yeah, it was a, such a thrill. But the minute you come on the lot in the morning, everybody's smiling, yeah. and yeah, it's a it's a different. The Disney World is a different world. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's like today, but,
1: but when we worked
2: there, it was truly in my experience a family i you know everybody was kind and welcoming and warm and you know the guards at the gate and the and the you know people in the commissary and it was just it was such a i felt so protected and so sort of um Mm -hmm. supported in every way that i could be I, i i it was a was an incredible blessing to come into to, to the my career in the film world, with the, for me with that sort of entrance. And I think you know I think when we did The Happiest Millionaire, by that time, the tenor of of movies had changed and the tenor of of the sort of culture had changed. And so, you know, being being in that kind of a fantasy musical fantasy world, it was not what was going on in movies it started to, 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 to move into a whole other kind of counterculture. And so we were sort of at the end of, of, of that idealized romantic version of life, and um, it had more difficulty finding an audience, you know. Interestingly enough, it has sustained. I mean, there are plenty right. of people that come up to me with younger children that talk about the happiest millionaire in the family band. It's kind of amazing.
1: Another element that I was I was facing is that you see I I came into this as more of an entertainer and and so I realized that Leslie uh, was approaching this much more as an actress and it, and it had much more training in in being an actor so I I was having to kind of play touch up Leslie do you remember there was one time in makeup this may be too personal but. We kissed a lot in the film. We had a lot, a lot of love scenes and things. But there was one time when we kissed backstage as John and Leslie, and I, I was, I, I really had a crush on you. my oh
2: I, God! I don't remember that. A,
1: you don't even. You don't remember it? No, uh,
2: I don't. Oh, but. God, it sounds
1: great. <laughs> I, I'm quite sure this was on Happiest Millionaire. And, 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 and I thought, no, there's no way I could pull this off because this, I, I just thought, you know, she's on a whole other level, and, and uh, who am I to even attempt this? And so nothing ever came of it, and I never followed through because I, I thought, well, oh, who am I to even... You know, try to approach you romantically or whatever. But I, I had such a crush on you during that film, and I wow, uh,
2: I didn't even I didn't know that. Do you remember one one last sort of memory walk down memory lane? But do you remember that we were fixed up on a date when when I was in a hundred and ten shade and you were we went out and I think we went to see Hello Dolly, to, something like that. Do you remember that? You don't remember,
1: really. But the, yes. you mean in between the films?
2: No, before we even knew we were gonna do the happiest millionaire.
1: Oh my goodness. In New York?
2: Yeah. So there you go. We're <laughs> even now. <laughs> totally even.
1: Oh. Um, anyway, it was it was a life changing time for both of us and, and what an experience. The the other thing about working at Disney was that of course Walt, we would see and we called him Walt. Mm-hmm. and he called us Leslie and John and and he he was this incredible icon but but we would see him in the commissary eating lunch and it was it was amazingly personal even though he was Walt Disney did you feel that Leslie
2: oh yes i really did yes i absolutely did i felt Huh, you know, I felt. I, I always say this, though. You know, he knew what was going on with the animators, what was going, what was being served in the commissary, and what color ribbon was in my hair. I mean, he knew. He had an awareness of every single aspect of what was going on in his studio. He's
1: so gone. the last time we saw him was sometime so during the filming back. of Happy Smith. Well, maybe yeah. at the premiere. Maybe he was yeah. at the premiere of Happy. Yeah. yeah yeah does. Right. remember that mm-hmm. that premiere was unbelievable
0: well yeah what was the so, premiere like did you see a lot like of other a, uh, a lot of other Disney stars who came and and saw your performances first of all
2: they blocked off the entire Hollywood Boulevard with the red carpet and Army Archard had his you know the very famous interviewer had his sort of um platform and just like it. The Academy Awards, which he'd done for many, many, many years, and I know that Fred Astaire was there. I mean, there were real luminaries there. It was, it was, it was not just the Disney stars. It was, you know, major movie stars from all sorts of films.
1: You know, we so much of what we did was drawn in later. the the whole uh, The whole Detroit number and and uh, uh, where we were in front of a blue screen. So it right. was. Hey, that was another shock for us coming into right. film and
0: you guys have lovely songs to sing and one I really wanted to point out besides Detroit because I love Detroit one that not a lot of people hear about is Valentine candy and boxing Mm -hmm. gloves and as a girl I could connect with this absolutely because you know there's that time and I think boys can too you know there's that time in your life when you are not a kid anymore you are growing up and it is time to make your own decisions about who you are as a person and it's very difficult so it's a lovely tune.
1: A Great number. Yeah.
0: Yep. I love. Yeah, I loved. I,
2: it's very relevant. I agree with you. It's a it's a, it's a continuing relevant story for young young people. You know, um, who am I? Who am I going to be? You know, I relate to both sides mm-hmm. of me, and I you know, and many more sides. You know, and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I understand. You know, I understand the complexity of that question, and I thought it was really smart for them to 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 have that. You know, to include that because people, young people, really especially relate to that. I know we're doing the happiest money there, but you know what number I love in the family band, About Time? Don't you love that number, John?
1: Which one is bout that?
2: Time, bout Time, about Time. Oh, da, 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 yes. I oh, yes, I'm that sorry. That number. And <laughs> I love the way it was staged, you know, over the whole Disney ranch, and it was just beautiful.
1: Yeah. I think that's that's my favorite of the songs, i I got to say. And, and, of course, the setting was so pretty. Yeah. And uh, out of the Di- out of the Disney Ranch, and yeah, that was that was
2: just yeah.
1: really perfect. I thought yeah. the the relationship between Leslie and Fred McMurray was was so the the father daughter thing. You know, he was mm. so befuddled, and this girl was, was growing up in front of his eyes. And and I thought yeah. that relationship was done so well. Yeah,
2: it was beautiful. Did you, have was you seen really him
1: beautiful. since the film? Did you see no. Fred McMurray after the film? I didn't either.
2: No, I don't think I ever did.
1: At that time, I was hosting the, the Tonight Show a lot and uh, sitting in for Carson. And one time they said to me, well, don't you know any celebrities you could ask to come on? And I said, well, I, I worked with Ted McMurray last year or whatever. I'll, they said, well, why don't you call him and ask him to come on the Tonight Show as your guest? And I called him at home, and he said, he said, you know, I could never do something like that. He said, I'm a very shy man. He said, I was a saxophone player. Oh, <laughs> he, wow. said, he said he said, I'm the least likely person to have made it in this business and I'm just not that comfortable playing Fred McMurray. He was very honest with yeah. me and it was yeah. he was so sweet, but don't you think Leslie he was a little bit uncomfortable social socially, right?
2: He was. I remember him on the set. He always had his face buried in a newspaper. He didn't yep. talk to me uh, on the set. Not that he was not kind, but he just didn't, you know, right. he didn't talk. Um, and he was kind of, a, uh, not. I wouldn't say a loner, but just somebody who kept to himself, even on yeah. set when everybody was very sort of, you know, talking or whatever. Um, but the minute you were in a scene with him, he was so present, and I felt yeah. such that he was my dad. And... Such yeah. warmth and such, you know it was he was a great actor. He was a great actor.
1: I must say you mentioned Geraldine Page. I, I I'm in awe of her because I always thought she was a little crazy. I mean, I just thought, what what planet is this lady on? did you Did yeah. you feel that she was marching to the beat of a different drum?
2: When I was um, like 16 or 17 or something, before we started all this, I was studying with Lee Strasberg, and he invited me to come to a rehearsal that he was directing of Geraldine Page, Kim Stanley, and Shirley Knight in The Three Sisters.
0: Oh. And I'll oh, tell you, God.
2: I I couldn't, my mouth was just hanging open. It was like... Oh, my God, the brilliance of these three women. So I got to see her process, you know, and plus, I was in such awe of her anyway as an actress, one of the legendary women in our business. And what I found out later, because I was very close friends with Jack Elliott and um, his wife, Bobby Elliott, and Jack Elliott was a musical supervisor on both movies, um, was that she was terrified of the singing. So that kind of oh. made her human to me, <laughs> you know. So, so when sure, it came sure. to act with her, it was easy for me, e- easier for me to discount the legendary aspect of her and just really deal with her as your mother. Um, but you know, she was
1: brilliant.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so brilliant!
1: Well, musically, we should talk about Jack Elliott. Uh, he he just he was so supportive and. Uh, I used to see him being so supportive of Leslie, and and, but he wasn't me as well. And uh, what a sweet man!
2: I Uh, was so scared. (laughs) I I always thought of myself as a dancer. You know, that's what I always thought of myself as. So, yes, I sang, but I always thought of myself as a dancer. So it was scary to me to, you know, to, to do all of that music. So he he was he took great care of me.
1: And his arrangements were so complex. I yeah. remember several times saying, "You know, the orchestra's doing all these." Right. So when do I come in? When when, when, do, you, when do I start singing? Right. Because his arrangements were just symphonic and and so multi-layered and yeah, um, yeah. oh Jack Elliott is just a wonderful orchestrator and and uh, I guess was he musical director of the film? Is there such a position? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Are, are we dancing? Oh my goodness, what a what a Is't that beautiful?
2: A, I know so I beautiful.
1: remember I remember realizing that that's another area where Leslie was way ahead of me, and she could doing circles around me. And she was so, Leslie, you were so patient with me trying trying to do a waltz, just trying to do that <laughs> a, a really good waltz. I mean, it looks so you, simple. once beautifully. Three.
2: you did it great. Well,
1: we find that when we finally got it. Good, but uh, yeah, I can't remember. Is it Dee yeah. Dee? Who was the gal that I danced with most? Getting ready for you Didi. before the even Didi. with you. I stepped Dee Dee and her husband uh, Mark. Yeah, hmm? they they I danced with Dee Dee. So she said, No, keep your back straight. Keep your back straight because Leslie's going to be wonderful in this, and you want to be able to keep <laughs> up with Leslie. But what a beautiful set and
2: uh,
1: yeah, oh yeah, that was, was degree, so beautiful. It
2: was enchanting. I mean, it was. A very, very, very special, special time and a
0: real gift. And you had a huge, huge set for the house because that set took up most of what Cherry Tree Lane was. Apparently, from what I have found, a lot of the, the chandeliers and paneling and furniture, as well as the phone booth. Are at Disneyland now. They are in the uh, New Orleans section and the Private Disney Club Club Thirty Three as well. So yeah, that's right. The phone booth is I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. The phone booth
2: is in the private club. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I went, uh, at some a couple of years ago, my my um, stepdaughter and her family were visiting, and so we we arranged to go to Disneyland. And they, you know, were so kind and gave us. a, you know, a special tour and a guide and all of that. But they, we had lunch in the, in the private club and there it was, there was the phone booth and my only, all I had to do was take photos in the phone booth with them, for them. And we got this
1: fantastic
2: mm. tour and lunch and blah, blah, blah. But it was so sweet to see that again.
1: You know, that street, when we were shooting, shooting over there on the Disney, yeah, where the actual, where we used the exteriors uh, for that house, my memory from there is that one day, because every time Walt was coming down to the set, everybody would say, Walt's coming, Walt's coming, Walt's coming. And, so, and he showed up with Billy Graham. And, I, mean, I Walt, have a picture I, of that. You I have do? A photo of
2: that. Yes, a signed photo from him. Oh, my God. Of that, with that and, day. And we're and in so, it. Geraldine Page is Oh, in, my I'm not, God. Sure, I'm not sure you are, I mean, but I know, because you may not have. But anyway, I have a picture of that.
1: I mean, these two icons of, you know... It was just a, an amazing day, yeah. So.
0: And and another scene, which I'm finding a lot of people. Just there's a recreation by two gentlemen who love this scene called um Pum Pum. The whole dance number, these two guys did it shot for shot, Leslie. I need to send you this link. But it, sure. it's oh, it. <laughs> it's great I'm because you sure. see you see all the comments, all these other girls and some guys that they, they just love it so much because it's almost like a sleepover party, you know. I know, I remember I would always, re, you know, dance around with my blanket as if I was you, Leslie, And w- when the song came on. So I just love that scene between you and Joyce, because the chemistry between you guys was great. You know, I thought she might come back in the end, but, um, you know, filming that dance scene, what was that like for you?
2: Well, it was hard. I mean, there, were, you know, there was some stuff I had to do. and I mean, it was, it was a, a demanding dance scene, you know. I, I, I was all over the place, and... Falling down and getting up. I mean, you know, bouncing off the bed. And I was pretty. And then when I see it today, or if I see it some, for some reason, I I think, how was I so fearless? I'm so, you know, I can't even <laughs> believe that I did it. You know, but it was it was um, it took a lot of rehearsal. It was, but it was you know, it was very exciting to be able to pull it off. Do you so, I'll, I'll tell, John? I'll tell are you, you the- doing a lot of acting? Are you doing musicals? Well, are you
1: I, I, I toured in Wicked for two years. I played the wizard in Wicked, oh, wow. the Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But as you know, you know, the show, it's, it's, it's all about the witches. It's a very small role. So it was yeah. okay. It was OK. It was great. And uh, it was right. great to go back on tour. And but I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I'll tell you the, the show that I want to do with you. Leslie. I'm going to say this right on right on the radio show. And you can, I want to do on Golden Pond.
2: Oh, that would be great. No, I'm not embarrassed. Of course not. Hey, you know what? We're there.
1: You would be, you would be so wonderful in that role. And uh, but the two of us together would be maybe that would bring back some nostalgia, and, and maybe that might sell some tickets. And
0: that's a great and idea. And it's just a wonderful. And since we are approaching the 50th anniversary of The Happiest Millionaire, I really do hope that you guys can get together and do another either film or stage show. That would be fantastic. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's a beautiful That'd idea. It would be great. Yep. Before we end the interview, I have three yep. quick Disney questions I always ask my guests. I call them the Fab Three. So we'll start with the Donald question. What is one of your favorite Disney films to watch over and over again? Oh, Bambi's. Maybe
1: Swiss Family Robinson, is that was that? I hope that was Disney. I always dreamed of living in a tree, so yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And our goofy question, what Disney character, besides the ones you have played in the past, do you think would be your best friend if you met them in person?
1: Oh Goofy. I mean I, I just I've always <laughs> I was when Goofy laughs, I I, I think goofy. I just Maybe I don't know.
0: Because I love the bows and her hair and her shoes. And <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Minnie, our Mickey question if I asked you to name any Disney song at this very moment what immediately comes to mind well I just already said it but about time
1: about time about time oh yes
0: would you guys like to we sing really us out
1: <laughs> about
2: time oh I love that song
1: yeah. we're in deep water darling clear yeah. over our heads about time about go. time
0: <laughs> thank oh, you guys yeah. so much for coming on the yeah, show and yeah. it was a wonderful reunion and um happy 50th and here's to another 50 years of the Happiest a Millionaire. It's it's <laughs> definitely one of the Thanks best Disney it. live action films. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bye Leslie, I love, love, love you. Love love you God. I reached into the sky and
0: touched a star.